So, Dr. Haynes, I know you use hip-hop in your sermons. And Jay-Z's your favorite. Jay. Now you. Ove. Okay, I'm a jazz person. Okay. I'm not a hip-hop person. All right, Miles. All right, now, okay, give me Miles, okay. but you got to tell me about Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. What do you like? Well, A, I love in his poetry, he's often prophetic. He's a poet. Oh, my God, without a doubt. Okay. I mean, listen, th th this bar is one of my favorites. He says, blindfolded, expected to walk a straight line, mind-molded, taught to love you but hate mine. That's fire right there. Blindfolded, and then you make me walk a straight line, expectations. It sounds real white supremacist in terms of expectations placed on black people. And then mind-molded, taught to love you but hate mine. Piggybacking on the miseducation of the Negro or Malcolm X saying you've been had, hoodwinked, bamboozled, run amok, led astray. Who taught you to hate yourself? So, so when I hear Jay, but then Jay comes back with, and it, this one gets me, I went from pauper to president because every other deal I made set precedent. That's black folk all day long. I want to get to Oxford. Yeah. You lived in England for a while. Yeah. Your dissertation, first doctorate. Yeah. To turn the world. Upside down. Upside down. Yeah. I want to know what you wrote about. Again, because of the influence of my name, because of the influence of a Jeremiah Wright who literally pushed me, I mean, uh, cussed me out if I was not handling my academic business. But because of that, again, that's shaping my sense of ministry. And at that time, there was this huge church growth emphasis. And as they're talking about church growth, uh, from a Eurocentric perspective, they're talking about, in a whitewashed way, homogeneity is what grows a church. And so basically, you know, having a church that's all of a certain class and color. And I was saying, no, that ain't what my Bible says. And then I read this passage in Acts chapter 17 where it says, these who have turned the world upside down have come here also. Right after a chapter where the church explodes in growth and it's not homogeneous, instead it's reaching this culture, reaching this class, and, 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 and confronting systems of oppression. As I said, that's what I've seen with Trinity United Church of Christ. That's what I've seen with other models of ministry that confront injustice, engage in activism while feeding the membership so that they see that when, I'm, when I join a church, it's not just about joining that church, mm -hmm. it's about impacting right. the world, the changing action. the world, turning the world upside down. And so that, that's what my dissertation is about. My dissertation is about the fact that, no, this Eurocentric model, which has proven over time to be not only a toxic model, but it's proven over time to be a racist model. And so the model, the biblical model of turning the world upside down says that you do that when you transform communities, when you fight for justice, and at the same time, you grow people. William Augustus Jones says the kingdom of God is spiritually social and socially spiritual. 
when you are doing the work of the church truly, you recognize you can't be pious and avoid what's political. You have to, and this is what Reverend Jackson has emphasized throughout his ministry, give a voice to those who are voiceless, and God honors that. And I've discovered at Friendship West in Dallas and countless other churches throughout the world who do this kind of work. If you major in ministry to those who are othered, to those who are dissed and dismissed, God says, I'll bless your ministry. I'll grow your ministry as you turn the world upside down. Wow, I love that. We all know the awesome power of the sun. Your solar options could help fill your life with clean energy at comed.com slash clean energy. You know, it's actually really easy to find coverage. How do I even find health insurance? The ACA Health Insurance Marketplace open enrollment just began. You'll be able to find a health plan for you and your family. I don't know how to do that stuff. I need some help. Go to GetCoveredIllinois.gov where certified and local navigators like myself can help you compare plans, enroll, and figure out if you qualify for financial assistance. Wow, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. And remember, open enrollment ends January 15th. What's up, everybody? This is Curtis Blow inviting you to the Hip Hop Nutcracker, a holiday mashup for the whole family. December 12th through the 17th at the Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at BroadwayInChicago.com. The hottest players club is at Chicago's first and only casino. Valley Rewards at the all-new Valley Chicago gives gamblers more for your loyalty. From 500 and free slot play in your first day to free parking anytime, we'll even match your tier status from Chicagoland Casinos. This is where legends are made. Valley's Chicago. The sensation that ignited Broadway is back. The Wiz. A brand new vision for a brand new day. Ease on down and get tickets to The Wiz. Playing November 28th through December 10th at Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at BroadwayInChicago.com. This November, that spit-curled icon of joy, that champion of empowerment, sings a new tune live on stage for the first time. It's the world premiere of Boop the Musical. Get tickets at BroadwayInChicago.com. We are business leaders, community activists, health care providers, leaders, scientists, educators, athletes, media professionals, artists. We are GovState. Closed captioning is sponsored by Governor's State University. One of the things I studied 
as I was preparing, preparing for you is something that you talked about pushing it forward. And you talked about Frederick Douglass pushed President Abraham Lincoln there it is. into the Emancipation Proclamation. Yes. You talked about uh, Dr. King pushed yeah. President Johnson That's right. into Voting Rights Act. Yeah. Jesse Jackson pushed Say that. Democratic Party yeah. into change. Yeah. What will Freddie Haynes push for? Wow, thank you. And that is a rich legacy because, number one, I learned from all of them that moral stances are never contingent upon who's in power. From Martin Luther King Jr. to say to LBJ, who had been the best friend we've had policy-wise in the White House, I'm, the war in Vietnam is wrong. He was not concerned with what? A popular opinion. He was making a principled stance. And so my responsibility will be to stand on the shoulders of a Jesse Jackson who made a principled stance and said to the Democratic Party, it is dead wrong that I get all these votes and yet the person who wins the primary gets all of the delegates. That's not wrong. That's, that's undemocratic. And because of what he did in 88, 08, Barack Obama wins the Democratic nomination. President Clinton, that's Clinton, Clinton first, don't forget Say that. that. Say it's that. It's not Obama first. Say that. It's Say that. Clinton to Obama. Because of because the principled stance that's right. of Reverend Jesse Lewis Jackson. As you assume the presidency, 2023, yeah. rainbow push, where will we go? What's your leadership? Number one, uh, you can't think of Rainbow Push without digging into the roots of breadbasket. When you think about every table having bread on the table and the fact that Rainbow Push began fighting for economic justice and whatever else you want to say about where we are right now, we still need economic justice. Income inequality, sadly, is still a thing. It's something sick about living in a country where black women make, what, 60 cents on the dollar to what white men make. And yet, as Reverend Jackson said, when you go shopping, when you pay bills, you don't get a 40% discount. Wait a minute, how about you, a minority? You don't get no discount on your rent. Exactly. Or your mortgage. Exactly. Or your phone bill. Exactly. Oh, okay. So I income see. inequality is still a thing, and that's going to be a priority. That's the blueprint going forward. We have to fight for economic justice in every form. We have to fight. For, I mean, I mean, when you talk about economic justice, breadbasket, how many black businesses were born because Jesse Jackson said, okay, if we are buying this many cars from you, we need some dealerships. If we are doing this with your business, then we need some jobs. And so that kind of need is still there. We need to go on your board. We need to be on your board making decisions. Reverend Jackson, I mean, just absolutely brilliant, literally has us buying shares in corporations so we show up at the board meetings and make decisions. Have a voice. Have a voice. Now, we got problems in this country right now. Yeah. One of the biggest problems we have is the migrants. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams from New York has said, 
you're destroying New York. New right. York will be destroyed with 100,000 immigrants and 20,000 going to school. Yeah. What's the solution? How do we deal with the immigrants on one hand, the migrants on one hand, right. versus the homeless yeah. on the other, particularly the homeless who have been perhaps veterans yeah. in the war? Oh, my God. How do we deal with it? My God. How do we balance it out? Yeah. First, I think it's important for us to note, sadly, shamefully, politically, the games that are, that are being played by the governors of certain states, like Texas, and the governor of that state, the governor of Florida, having the nerve to decide that they're going to send migrants, pack these migrants as political pawns to go to cities that are led by black mayors. Do you think we recognize that face value? We better. We better because there's a game being played in order to set those mayors up for failure. That's right. They already have jobs that are not only high stress, but complex with problems that were already existing. And so it's not accidental that they have chosen these cities run by black mayors as the places to send migrants who came here and now they're being misused and abused as political pawns. That can never, ever be left out of the narrative that these Republican governors are trying to establish because they're playing games with real human beings. I think that's the first thing. Rainbow Push has taken the stand that we are in a state of emergency. And since it is a state of emergency, this calls for all hands on deck. That's right. Reverend Jackson for years has said that our major cities need a Marshall Plan. That's right. That's what we did That's right. to rebuild Germany. Europe That's right. uh, back after World War II. Why don't we do that now to rebuild the infrastructure, to rebuild the human infrastructure of our cities so that we do not create enemies between the unhoused who are already here and the migrants who are being misused and abused as political pawns. Now, to your point, yeah. they're sending migrants to the city, particularly Chicago, yeah. in preparation to exhaust the resources for the Democratic National Convention to be held in 2024. Tell the whole truth. All right, and in New York, you're trying to destroy New York intentionally because it is the capital of so much that happens in our, in our country, is. the financial institutions, the cultural institutions, right. and so forth. Okay, now, do, Los Angeles. And Los Angeles. Yeah. How do we stop it? How do people get away? People are not aware of this. Yeah. People are just saying, oh, they're, it's a complaint. It's not a complaint. Right. Right. It's an action. Right. It's a strategy. How right. do we stop it? Right. And so, again, it's a state of emergency. In a state of emergency, all hands on deck, federal, state, and local. Do you think the media is covering it correctly? Of course not. Okay. Because the media... Mm -hmm follows the narrative that is concocted by the abbots of the world who want to make it a political game as opposed to actually seeking solutions. And so we're offering solutions. We're saying, okay, let's partner between federal, state, local, and on the federal level. And let me just say this right quick. This country can find resources when they want to solve problems. For example, Ukraine. 
And again, I'm not saying that we should not invest in Ukraine, but I am saying if you can find 30, 40, 50 billion dollars to support Ukraine in their effort, you can't find that same amount that in order to ensure that we provide educational services, housing, food services for not only our migrants who are coming here as political pawns, but also find those resources to build up those who are unhoused, who are already here. It's, a, it's not a matter of resources. It's a matter of political will. It's a matter of political creativity. We can do it. We've got the resources because we're showing we can come up with resources to help another country on the other side of the planet. Well, let's do something for those who are right here. That's the sound of the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, saving you up to $500 on your energy bills with rebates and discounts on energy-efficient products. So you can enjoy coming back to a home full of savings. Visit ComEd.com slash home savings. Wait, stop scrolling. I'm here to help. For what? ACA Health Insurance Marketplace Open Enrollment is here. You can find a health plan that works for you and your family or change your current plan. Through GetCoveredIllinois.gov, certified local navigators like myself can help you enroll and find out if you qualify for financial help. I really need to do that. That's why I'm here. Don't change that profile pic. You look great. Open enrollment ends January 15th. What's up, everybody? This is Curtis Blow inviting you to the Hip-Hop Nutcracker, a holiday mashup for the whole family. December 12th through the 17th at the Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at BroadwayInChicago.com. The hottest players club is at Chicago's first and only casino. Valley Rewards at the all-new Valley Chicago gives gamblers more for your loyalty. From 500 and free slot play in your first day to free parking anytime. We'll even match your tier status from Chicagoland Casinos. This is where legends are made. Valley's Chicago. The sensation that ignited Broadway is back. The Wiz. He's on down, he's on down. for a brand new day. Ease on down and get tickets to The Wiz. Playing November 28th through December 10th at Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. This November, that spit-curled icon of joy, that champion of empowerment, sings a new tune live on stage for the first time. It's the world premiere of Boop the Musical. Get tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. We are looking at the Republicans in Florida. Yeah. I think Texas too. Oh yeah. Trying to change the course of trying to change our history, not the course of history, but trying to change right. the already happened history. Right. Ban the books. Right. And slaves uh, took jobs to help themselves. Yeah. You believe that? Uh, I, I was trying to write about it. 
I couldn't get my arms. It was so ignorant. And I finally said, this is a statement of ignorance. Yeah. There's no use to respond to it because there's nothing to say because yeah. it's ignorant. Yeah. You don't respond to ignorance. Yeah, yeah. Carter Woodson says this in Miseducation of the Negro as he had studied the distortions mm -hmm. in literature mm -hmm. and history. And he said, there would be no lynching if it didn't start in the classroom. And so when you think about the violence going on in Jacksonville, Florida, where this racist terrorist targeted black people for death, I don't think it's an accident that it took place in Florida, where they are lynching the truth in Florida, and as a consequence, aggrieved white persons fall for the okey-doke and decide the enemy is not a visionless governor, but instead black people who were taking from what white people feel is theirs. And so I think it's important that we write about it, your own, your, your own point. At the same time, it's so ignorant and so stupid. At the same time, if we're not careful, it's that lie that is ignorant that will feed ignorant people. And before you know it, the gaslighting will result in people saying, oh, this is truth. This is factual. And it's so sad how many people will believe in a lie. And so there's something my late mentor, Emmanuel Scott said that uh, when Jesus died, he said, Father, forgive them because they ignorant. They don't know what they are doing, you know? And so when you see what's happening in Florida, it's some ignorance that is going on. In Texas, ignorance that is going on, but that ignorance will kill you. Hmm. One of the things, uh, again, that's prevailing now, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Opportunity to correct that wrong. Yeah. yeah. That was clearly wrong. Yeah. Documented wrong. Yeah. And we've got three people still living who can speak to it. Yeah. And the courts turned it away. Yeah. I know Reverend Jackson is very upset about that. Yeah. And how do we, can we turn that around? I, I know you had something to say about that. Can we turn it around? Without question, we have to. Uh, as you said, three persons who survived the Tulsa massacre. 106, 107, 108. How long do they wait? How long do they wait? And as far as I'm concerned, this is a mirror to this country, a moral mirror that says if we don't respond to their pain and do something for them, then we're not serious about justice. One, one definition of justice has to do with restoring and repairing what was broken. We have an opportunity, a clear opportunity to repair what was broken with persons who are living. We're not about that justice life if we don't do something. And the good news is I'm hearing on the grapevine, the attorneys are basically saying there's still another legal avenue to pursue and we're gonna do all we can to support that effort because they deserve to be repaired. They deserve and that community deserves to be healed because the bottom line is if it doesn't happen for them, for the rest of us, we can forget it. Well, never reparations and so what, right? Yeah, exactly.
You know, one of the things, I won't tell you who I said it to, but it was a, it was a high ranking position. And I was trying to say, use the executive order. Yes. Use the executive yes. order. If Lincoln freed the slaves with an executive, with an executive order, order tell the not truth. a congressional mandate, yeah. but an executive say order, that. Say that. the power of your pen, of your office, there's nothing that you cannot do. You want a Marshall Plan? Make an executive order Say out that. of it. Put the number to it and just damn it, do it. Say that. Unashamedly yeah. presidential. Yeah. You yeah. agree with that? Uh, without a doubt. And what you've just said, if those in power would hear that, not only would the nation be blessed, I mean, God would honor that but we would carve a future that would make America what America claimed it was going to be in her founding. And so what you're basically saying to this country is what Dr. King said in, the, in, the, in that last speech. That's right. Be true to what you said on paper. That's right. Because until you do that, this democracy is really a hypocrisy. So King challenged America's constitution. Yes. I interviewed Jonathan Eek, who's written the, a prolific book yeah. on Dr. King, yeah. to say, and he says Dr. King was the founding father yeah. of America. Yeah. Isn't that something? I, I, and, and it's right on point. It's right on He forced this country to look at itself in the constitutional mirror. That's right. And a mirror says, I better check myself so I can correct myself. So here's, here's another something that needs to happen. The criteria for the president of the United States, it needs to change. Yeah. Criteria is to be 35. Yeah. And a citizen. Yeah. So we get a Trump. Yeah. Who can be indicted. Yeah. 91 times for a variety of, uh, of actions. Right. And might be, if he wins the presidency, in a jailhouse. Yeah being the president. That needs to change. If you are indicted and you are a policeman or a school teacher, you're fired. Exactly. So how can we have such liberty yeah. with the president, uh, with, with the highest office of the land? That has to change. We've got to put some amendments to that. Yeah. Thank you for that. And my prayer is that we will have the courage That's of right. that conviction That's right. because there is no way that a cult leader uh, who is twice impeached, vanquished, and a seditionist leader who literally tried to overthrow the election of this country. There's no way he should ever be allowed to campaign for office, let alone eligible for office. He should have been ineligible the moment he was indicted the first time. But as far as I'm concerned, when he on January 6th, convene the mob, the racist mob, to try to stop the peaceful transfer of power. At that moment, he was disqualified right. from ever running for office again. And until that becomes a part of our Constitution, That's right. then we run the risk of that kind of cult following doing what happened on January 6th, but the next time they may be successful. That's right. So we've got to change those laws. We've got to change the law. That's got to be a yeah. president. Yeah. Dr. Reverend 
Freddie Haynes, thank you so much thank for you. being with us and for just a wonderful interview. Thank you. I'm Hermine Hartman with Indigo Studio. <laughs>